0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to the Good Tidings Radio Broadcast here on WXAN Radio. I am your radio pastor, David Pinkerton, and it's an honor and a privilege to be here today over the airwaves of WXAN. If you're listening regionally, it's 103.9 FM, and you're tuned in like you're supposed to be. You can listen over the Internet at www.wxanradio.com and click on Listen Live. We're glad to have you here. I'm grateful for this opportunity through uh, Danny and Leanne and the good folks here at WXAM. Pray for them and support them, please. I want to share with you more of a teaching type of message today. And we're going to grab our Bibles, go to Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 9. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 9. It's important in 2022 to be the best Christian that we can be. Not because we are competing with anybody. We're not. Uh, Paul said in Acts, I have finished my course. So uh, Pastor David has a course. Dorinda has a course. You have a course as a Christian. (coughs) Excuse me. And God wants you to complete that course. So you're not competing with anybody. However, we do want to be the most... That we can be for Jesus Christ while we're on this earth. So, you hear me talk all the time about being born again and being saved and giving invitations for people to follow me in prayer to trust Christ as their personal Savior. I'll never stop doing that. Amen. That's what it's all about. Amen. But also, it's about after we get saved, now how can we grow? How can we grow to be the best Christian that we can be? Well, Blessed is the preacher, the old uh, beatitude was. Blessed is the preacher that doesn't use much runway to get airborne. So let's do that this morning. I want to speak to you on things that accompany salvation. Things that accompany salvation. And I'm not talking about adding to your salvation. You are saved by putting your faith solely and independently and purposely in Jesus Christ and Him alone to be your Savior. He died on the cross and shed his blood in your place vicariously. God took all of your sins and all of mine, put them on Jesus, punished Jesus, took the sins of the whole world, punished Jesus in our place because Jesus was not a sinner and he was the sacrifice for humanity's sins, the only sacrifice. He shed his blood, gave up the ghost on the cross, they put him in a tomb, and as we saw last week, he was resurrected on that third and glorious Easter morning. Amen. So we're saved by putting our faith in Jesus, but now there's things that can that we need to add in addition to our salvation so we may grow as a Christian. We're not adding to our salvation, you're as saved as you'll ever be through Jesus. It's not Jesus plus baptism, Jesus plus church membership, Jesus plus anything like that. It's trusting Christ alone as your Savior. That is what gives you the second birth. He rebirths you spiritually. So we're not adding to salvation, but there are some things we need to that accompany our salvation so we can grow, as Peter said, in the grace and knowledge of our savior, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> in Hebrews chapter six and verse nine, notice what it says here, saints, but beloved, we are persuaded better things of you and things that accompany salvation though we thus speak. They're taking polls all the time, talking about people and their religious affiliations and Christians and Christianity and so on and so forth. What I want to speak to you about this morning for the next few minutes is, folks, we want to be the best kind of Christian that we can be, and we want to be serious. Are you serious about your Christianity? Are you? Think about that. One problem with Christianity today is that we have too many average Christians. Far too many Christians are like the man who was once asked, How long have you been a Christian? Well, he replied, I've been a Christian off and on for nearly 40 years. And too many Christians are off and on. Henry Drummond said, and I quote, What the world needs is not more men, but a better brand. End of quote. Billy Sunday once said, and I quote again, What the church needs is not a lot of new members, but the old members made new. End of quote. Most churches, pastors, I hope you're listening. Church member, I hope you're listening today. Unchurched, I hope you're listening today. Most churches are like an ailing lung with only a few of the cells doing the breathing. If every professing Christian in America were a successful Christian in in the biblical sense, In the biblical sense, we would make a mighty impact, spiritual impact, across America and for Jesus Christ. Now, in this sermon, I'm going to share with you some steps. Write these down. Get a pen that help us become successful in our Christian living or things that accompany salvation. Okay? Now, let's take a look, first of all. Write this down, please. Once you've trusted Christ as your Savior, you need to, number one, confess Jesus publicly. Confess Him publicly. There must be an open, public confession of Jesus Christ. Romans chapter 10 and verse 10. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And Jesus said, You know, I like to quote Jesus. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. While a public profession is not an essential to being saved, it certainly accompanies it. Someone said, and I quote, Too many Christians are like an Arctic river. They are frozen at the mouth. End of quote. You know what? Think about this. Christians, let me just preach to you a moment, okay? Let me be honest with you. We're all in this thing. We've trusted Christ the Savior, but we find ourselves getting more hot and hot and angered or frustrated or irritated about a political election. We get more excited about which side of the aisle we vote from Republican or Democrat or Independent or Green, whatever. We get more excited about the rain or the weather. We get more excited about fashion and celebrities than we do about Jesus Christ. Do you get more excited, Christian, about something else than you do about getting excited about being a child of Christ or, or Jesus himself? Do you like to talk more about what you've seen on Fox News or CNN or some media outlet today over your phone or whatever the case may be, and about politics than you do about Jesus? God help us. All this stuff that we see in life, folks, is going to vanish and burn one of these days. But what is not seen is eternal. And Jesus Christ, your Savior, my Savior, is coming again one day. He is who we should be talking about, promoting now, I'm not against. I'm not against people voting their values. We should do that. And we need Christian people with biblical sense in elected offices. But we need not to be frozen at the mouth when it comes to professing of Jesus Christ at the coffee shop, at the beauty shop, at the sandwich shop, at McDonald's, or wherever else we go. Every person who's trusted Jesus as Savior should go forward in a church service and make his or her public profession of faith. Or send us an email, folks, drdave13 at gmail.com. Let someone know. Let your pastor know. Let a preacher know. Let a trusted friend in Christ know that you've recently trusted Jesus as your Savior so they can be praying for you and help give you some Bible encouragement and some new steps in the direction you're going because you're now new in Christ. But I submit to you, first of all, things that accompany salvation, every Christian should, number one, confess Christ publicly. I submit, number two. I know it's a little harder in this day and time because we're coming off a pandemic. But secondly, I submit to you, the second thing that should accompany salvation is church membership in a local congregation. Church membership in a local congregation. Folks, you don't join a church to become a Christian, but church membership accompanies salvation. Billy Sunday used to say, and I quote, Getting into the church won't make a Christian out of you any more than getting into the garage will make an automobile out of you. End of quote. But while church membership has nothing to do with salvation, it has a lot to do with successful Christian living. <coughs> Excuse me. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 25. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. The Bible Order basically is found this way the Bible order, Acts chapter 2, verse 41. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. So, note note the order that God gives here believe on Christ, trust him as Savior, be baptized, and then belong. The three B's believe, be baptized, and belong. Now, I've never met a Christian who was very successful at all, who didn't belong, and vibrantly and and zealously attend a local New Testament church, you know of the 117 117 times the word church (coughs) appears in the New Testament, 95 times it appears as a local congregation. The Bible doesn't tell us exactly which church to join. It doesn't come out and say you should join this church or this church. But I will encourage you to join a church that should be a fundamental Bible-believing church. I mean, the pastor should believe in the virgin birth, the blood atonement, the literal physical resurrection of Jesus, the verbal inspiration of the Bible, and the literal visible second coming of Jesus Christ. Those are the fundamentals of the Christian faith. And the pastor should stand without apology and preach and teach these essential doctrines. Another way of finding a good church is should be a church that separates from apostasy. No Christian should belong to a church or give money to a church to some kind of a liberal professor or someone else who questions the Bible or questions salvation by grace through faith or questions the blood atonement or questions that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No, not at all. And thirdly, I think the church that you should find and ask God to send you to, and He'll help you find it if you ask Him, it ought to be a soul-winning church. That church ought to have the whole purpose of winning souls to Jesus Christ, Amen. because that's what it's all about. Amen. Everything else is a means to an end. Folks, if I ever attended a church for several Sundays and never saw one con- one conversion, I wouldn't join it. If the pastor didn't care enough, have enough concern over lost souls dying and going to hell to win at least a few people to Christ himself, then folks, I wouldn't want to be part of any kind of fellowship like that. A soul-winning church ought to be the main thing in that church. And pastors, preachers, evangelists, missionaries, whoever you are, if you're not winning souls to Jesus Christ, you're out of line with God's will. You're missing the boat. Every one of us ought to be winning souls to Jesus. Amen. If it was necessary, drive as far as you need to go to be spiritually fed in a vibrant, soul-winning church. And that pastor, fourthly, ought to be a pastor that's a good Bible teacher. I mean this, that every time you attend church, you should learn something about the Bible and about Christ. Folks, we go to church, of course, uh, And our services should be evangelistic, but they also should be Bible teaching hours like Sunday school and prayer meeting and things of that nature where Christians can learn and fellowship with one another and learn and grow in their faith and knowledge. If I were a Christian going looking for a church, that's what I would look for this day. We should belong to a spirit filled Bible believing soul winning church and that that Christian should be faithful in their presence in their prayers and in their pocketbook to support that church. Now, things to accompany salvation, we've looked, number one, that Christian should confess Christ publicly, should join a church that is spirit-filled, and thirdly, they should concentrate daily on the study of God's Word. Now, the third step of being a successful Christian is living uh, in the Word of God. Learning the Bible, folks, is not a prerequisite to salvation, but it is something that accompanies salvation. First Peter chapter two and verse two, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Folks, we want to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. And the only way we can do that is to be in the Bible. That's why you hear me give a lot of scripture. I'm not up here to give you an opinion. I'm up here to give you the word of God, the Bible, because it is the word of God. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It's important to know what the Bible is saying because we are what we eat physically. We're also, we are what we eat spiritually. We should avoid putting bad music and bad reading material, and things like that into our mind. We should be focusing up on reading scripture every day and washing our, letting the scripture wash us and renew us every day. Do you read the Bible, Christian? Or do you just wait and go to church and get a nugget here and there? Read your Bible every day. If you're a new Christian, begin by reading the Gospel of John, chapter 1. Read one chapter a day. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman, that needeth not to be ashamed. Christians need a working knowledge of the Bible to win souls to Christ. And then study the Bible. As we study it, it has a cleansing effect on us. John, chapter 15, and verse 3, Jesus speaking. You know I love to quote Jesus. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. And then he went on and he prayed. Jesus' intercessory prayer is John chapter 17. And he says, Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Someone asked his pastor, Should I continue reading the word of God even though I don't remember a thing that I've read? And the wise old pastor thought for a moment and said, Yes. Yes. Keep reading the Word of God, though you cannot remember a single word. And then he made this application. When you pour water through a sifter or a strainer, the sifter or the strainer does not hold or retain the water, but the water keeps the sifter and the restrainer clean. So remember that. D.L. Moody said, and I quote, When we pray, we talk to God. When we read the Bible, God talks to us. And we need to do most of the listening. End of quote. No Christian ever became a successful Christian, no man or woman, without reading their Bible regularly. Quickly, the fourth uh, thing that accompanies salvation to be a successful Christian is commune daily with God in prayer. I submit to you, commune daily with God in prayer. Excuse me, this is a fourth essential. I've got the dry coughs this morning. Bear with me. The fourth essential to a successful Christian living is daily prayer. The so-called Lord's Prayer implies daily communion with God. Remember what he said, give us this day our daily bread, Matthew 6 and verse 11. It seems that prayer would have been better prayed again tomorrow and the next day and the next and so on. But if God intended that we pray only once a week, then the passage would have read, give us this day our weekly bread. But in Luke 18, 1, the Bible clearly says, Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint, or in other words, don't quit. 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17 says, we are to pray without ceasing. And Psalms chapter 5, verse 3, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning while I direct my prayer unto thee, and we'll look up. There are many reasons why Christians should commune daily with God in prayer. In the first place, it's God's appointed way for us to obtain things. Matthew 7, 7, Jesus said, Ask, and it shall be given you. James chapter 4 and verse 2, Ye have not, because ye ask not. You'd be surprised what you could get from God by simply just asking God for it. And don't be afraid to ask for too much. Don't be afraid to ask for too much. God likes for us to ask for big things, Christian. Listen, God likes for us to ask for big things. Psalm chapter 81 and verse 10. Open thy mouth wide and I will fill it. Folks, God could bless you if you'll just ask him. Ask him to save that family member. Ask him for the miracles you need in your life. Ask him and don't be worried about what's going to happen. He can do. Our God is greater than all. Our God can do all things. We can do all things through Christ that strengtheneth us. It's God that does it, <coughs> excuse me, not us. Amen. Psalm 81.10, write that down. Open thy mouth wide, and I will fill it. Don't be afraid to ask God for anything that you need. And prayer is also God's way for the Christian to receive forgiveness and cleansing. 1 John chapter 1, and verse 8 and 9. If we say, he's talking to believers in 1 John, all Christians. If we say we have no sin. We deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now, folks, I wish that no Christian, I wish we never sinned, and we would be naive to think or say that we didn't. We would also be found a liar if we said that we didn't. So we have to be cleaned every day. It's not getting saved all over again. It's reestablishing our relationship with God, getting cleansed from all unrighteousness. And we do that through prayer. So, also, prayer is a way of getting wisdom. Any of you need wisdom? Do you need wisdom? I know I do. James chapter 1 and verse 5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Here's God saying, Ask for all the wisdom you want, and I'll give it to you as much as you want. What an encouragement to pray. Folks, what an encouragement to pray. God said, ask and I'll give you. Quickly, with the remaining time we have left, we're talking about today things that accompany salvation that will make us a successful Christian. Number five, I submit to you quickly, communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ to others every day. Witnessing is an essential to a successful Christian life. Witnessing about Christ. No Christian is a success who doesn't try to win souls to other, uh, other people to Jesus Christ. You'll never be a success, and you'll miss the soul winner's crown if you're not trying to win people to Christ. The only reason God left you here after you got saved, Christian friend, is to win others. Amen. John chapter 15 and verse 6. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. Now, keep in mind, the fruit of a Christian is another Christian. Proverbs 11.30, the fruit of the righteous is a tree of life, and he or she that winneth souls is wise. God leaves us here as Christians to bear fruit, that is to win souls. Jesus calls us out of the world, then he sends us back into the world to get as many people out of the world as we possibly can while we are still here in the world. God's program for world evangelization is that every Christian win other people to Jesus Christ. The Great Commission of Matthew 28 teaches us that we are to win them, baptize them, and teach them how to win others to Jesus. Pastor, are you doing that? Deacon, are you doing that? Church member, are you doing that? If you're not, you're sinning against God. You need to. We have yet to evangelize the world, and the reason is simple. We haven't done it the way God said to do it. So winning is every Christian's business. Amen. So winning. And 2 Corinthians 5.20 says we are ambassadors for Christ. Now, that's about as far as we're going to go today. I am David Pinkerton, your radio pastor. Glad to be here with you today, accompanied again by my wife, Dorinda. And we're glad you're tuned in to the Good Tidings radio broadcast. Be a successful Christian. Add these things to your salvation, to your Christianity, and be the best Christian that you can be for the Lord Jesus Christ, because he's coming again. Good tidings, ladies and gentlemen.